Welcome to the Gautrain Talks podcast station, the place to be for all matters related to the Gautrain and how it came to be South Africa's first ever rapid rail link. In studio today, the Gautrain Management Agency's Senior Manager of Public Transport Integration, Jacob Rambuda, and with him, Alexander Transport Solutions Representative Mkulisi Klimba. We're going to be looking at labour and staffing matters, specifically as it relates to Gautrain's 10-year partnership with the taxi industry in Gauteng. Gentlemen, a welcome to both of you. Let's start first with some background, starting with you, Mkulisi, and the Alexandra Transport Solutions role in this particular partnership. Uh, Alexandra Transport Solution is a combination of two associations, of which is Alexandra Taxi Association and Amstar. That is uh, Alexandra Mitra and Randberg Taxi Association. We partnered with Gautrain in 2011, where we started that operation at Malboro Station to do the shuttling there. So we go various uh, various uh, destinations, or like we do have some routes that we are specified to to go through to pick up people to feed the cow train so uh, i started to be a manager on that uh, on that company uh, on the 2017 while well, because there was a manager before the when the company started but i took over on 2017 to be a manager at cow and Jacob, what about the, the Gautrain Management Agency's role in the staffing and labor aspects of this particular partnership with the taxi industry and the involvement of your particular department? What we have done in the beginning, um, before we contracted Alexandra Transport Solutions in 2011, was to ensure that we we come up with a service level agreement and ensure that labor-related matters are included therein so that we are able to comply, I mean, with the relevant legislations regarding to labor and human resources in, in South Africa. And what we did was that we workshopped uh, the contractor of which, in this case, it was Alexander Transport Solutions in terms of how they need to go about recruitment, how they need to go about um, getting their staff doing what is required to do. And in our SLAs, we stipulated in terms of what are the roles and functions of their employees in this partnership model. And clearly, see, when we talk about labor and the employees involved in this particular front and center part of this partnership, you know, obviously taxi drivers are an important element in this. Did you have minimum requirements for, for the taxi drivers involved in this in this project? Exactly, we do have because in that project that we are running, we are looking at uh, the PDP, uh, the person we have who, who is qualified to be a driver with the PDP, and the grade, and the grade 12, uh, that's a, a minimum uh, standard rate. And we do have, uh, we are looking at uh, the person who can be able to speak English because we are working with different people there. And Jacob, what about the initial labor agreements in place at the start of this partnership with regards who would be responsible for the, for the various staffing elements? What we did in the beginning was to make sure that we do not prescribe I mean, to a greater detail as to what is required. What we worked on, it was more on compliance with the legislation. So we empowered them on the service level agreement to go and recruit people who will work in this partnership model based on compliance with the legislation. So this is how we got, I mean, involved in terms of labor agreements, matters as stipulated in the SLA. 
And would you agree that the, the, the taxi drivers were an important element in that? Or there, were there other staff members or, or workers that, that, that needed to, to be covered with regards to the partnership? No, definitely. I mean, yes. I mean, we, we, we had to make sure that there is uh, such involvement on our side in terms of uh, the employees not only the drivers, but also admin and the supervision. So what we did, we developed a management structure that the Contracted Taxi Association, which in this case, it's Alexander Transport Solutions, to adhere to in terms of the employees that they need to recruit and how the operations must be managed on a daily basis. So that's what we did in the beginning. And, it's, and when we began to roll more routes, as he indicated, from Marlborough to other destinations, because our first route was from Marlborough to Limbro Park. Then we added a second route, which was from Marlborough Station to Woodlands area. So we had to make sure that in our calculations, we knew that a certain number of employees will be required. So we, we had engagements with them to say that for us to be able to implement this additional route, you need to recruit a certain number of employees. Mkulisi, what was attractive about this this partnership with Khartrain at the start? Why, why did you embark on this and what appealed to Alexander Transport Solutions to get involved in the first place? Uh, first of all, I would like just to say this. Uh, taxi industry was neglected for so long by the government. So in the long run, whereby Khartrain approached us, we see that this is a, a good chance whereby we can improve ourselves to show the whole world that we can be able to run the business without any conflict, without any fight. So I think the standard rate that we are using at, uh, at Malboro Station is no more a standard rate. It's a high, it's, it's, we, I, I can call it is a high rate now because uh, all the requirements that is uh, required uh, to transport people, we meet all those requirements without any conflict. We are we are make sure that operation runs smoothly without any interaction from other people. We don't have any conflict because, as I've mentioned before, that this this is a two association that is involved. When two association is involved, it's so difficult for the, for the association to to have those conflict because we are running the same project. Uh, of which everybody is expecting uh, to have something, to, to gain something there. So we don't have any conflict, uh, especially at Marlboro Station. That operation is so running smoothly, and it was a chance for us as, as Alexander Texas Association and Amster uh, to, to get some other contracts from other, other department of uh, government, especially on transportation. We are not looking at, at Houtren as maybe alone, we are expecting maybe if there is another project that government can give it to us, we are willing to go through to that uh, to that project because we have proved ourselves that we can do it. And do you think the taxi industry is, has suffered unfairly, perhaps from a, from a negative image uh, in South Africa and in, in, in Gauteng as well? No, especially from the government, I can say uh, there is a negative impact from those people who are working there. Even though I'm not going to mention the names of those people because. Uh, each and every time, if they are talking about the taxi industry, they they just talking as if uh, those are the people who are not, who don't want to listen, who don't want to behave. Or, but it is not true. Uh, I can I can tell you, 
Uh, we don't have anything at Malboro that state maybe we don't behave with the SLA, service level agreement, because we have been given the platform how to run that, uh, that, uh, that operation, of which we follow those rules each and every day. We cannot run away from it because we are here uh, to do the business. We are here to, to upgrade ourselves, uh, to have more uh, business than what we have at Houtri. Jacob, just returning to, to the labor and the staffing matters as it relates to Gautrain's 10-year partnership with the tax industry, what, what have been some of the most prominent staffing issues that, that have emerged on, on a day-to-day basis? What has happened is that throughout, I mean, our 10 years, I mean, in the operation, in partnership with the Alexandra Transport Solution, there's been a lot, I mean, of issues that we had to resolve. What we have done in our service level agreement was to come up with a committee that will meet on a monthly basis just to give report on the operations. And we started to pick up some of the things that are happening at, at, at operational level that were shared with the committee members. And one of the issues was the issue of how do we manage um, maternity leave and all that. And maternity leave, I mean, we need to be clear, it's a, it's a right that each and every individual who goes for that needs to be granted. So what happened was that initially the drivers or the employees were all men and then throughout and then we saw ATS recruiting women and that's when the issue of maternity started to come in and we had to resolve it. And in a positive way, for us it was an opportunity to say, oh, Wow, we are seeing an, in, an, a transformation in the industry which is traditionally run by males and now we are beginning to see females and then we need to make provision for that so that we do not disrupt the operation. The operation must still continue while the person who has applied for maternity leave has been granted that leave. So that's, uh, these are some of the issues that we managed, I mean, to, 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 to resolve. And the other one was on the management of the shifts, because we have shifts, you know. They generally work, I think, seven hours, eight hours. So we had to come up with a way of managing the shift. And some of the issues that have come uh, um, in relation to, you know, someone just applying for a leave is just something that has happened and then that person does not pitch, I mean, to work and all that. So we had to deal with that to say that we need to come up with a plan of managing leaves and absenteeism where applicable so that we do not disrupt the operation. We mustn't be in a situation where we don't have some of the trips being done because there are no drivers. So we had to manage that. And we've been doing so well. And these are some of the things that we required the taxi industry, ATS, to uh, submit to us a plan that they're going to have to adhere to with regard to management of staff. What about uh, labor disputes and, and the responsible parties in the various areas, along with the proposed conflict resolution process? How did you address that? With regard to conflict resolutions, we have always given the responsibility to the ATS or to the taxi industry that because we have given you opportunity and powers to recruit your employees, you need to manage that. And we get involved where we realize that probably the, these issues are coming after 
you know, time and again, time and again. And we realized that the only way to resolve that, we need to get involved to a certain extent. But as ATS, they've got their own resources that manages that. So they've got their human resource department that deals with dispute issues. And what we only get is the report on in our monthly meetings that we normally have with them as to what happened with this employee. Because some of the issues that are related to the operations, they do affect us as how train, especially our passengers. So in order for us to manage I mean, the reputation of the heart train as a brand and to protect, you know, our passengers, we definitely um, had to, I mean, get involved. Sometimes we might find that the driver was reported, you know, uh, he was speeding. And speeding can be costly. Uh, it can cost human life and all that. So we, we do get involved in such issues and we follow up in terms of what was the resolution with regard to this case that was brought to ATS. Clelisi, how has the, the, the conflict resolution process played out then specifically as it relates to, to your employees or, or the drivers specifically? How, how have you dealt with that matter? Uh, that matter, uh, we referred, if there is any conflict uh, with our staff, we just uh, uh, related the matter to CCMA. And we do have an HR management which deals with the, those conflicts like that. Everybody have got the right to go to CCMA. If he sees or he or, or, or she sees that, maybe we, we not follow the Labor Relations Act. We are still with the Gautrain Management Agencies, Jacob Rambuda and Umkulisi Klimba of Alexandra Transport Solutions, looking at the area of labour and staffing as it relates to the GMA's 10-year partnership model with the taxi industry. So we ended off the first segment looking at conflict resolution with regards to staffing matters. What about the other challenges you've faced uh, from a labour perspective? And Umkulisi, let's, let's start with you. What, what challenges have you faced? Uh, sometimes, as you know, that uh, it's hard to work with uh, so many people. Uh, at Howard Train, it's not like we are running a taxi industry, whereby your staff, who, who, I can say your drivers, uh, you don't see any importance of the drivers if you are at a taxi industry, because you can just fire each and every day those people. But at Howard Train, we cannot do that because they are, we are bound by the Labor Relations Act, whereby we have to follow the procedure. We see the importance of those drivers because they are just uh, making that operation to run smoothly. So uh, to resolve the issues on the conflict, that, that is why I was saying we do have CCMA, where they have to report uh, if we are not doing good as the management of uh, ATS, and we do have the HR manager to deal with the matters. Uh, we value our staff. Uh, so much because they are, they are, they are, they are giving us uh, progress to that, uh, uh, to that project. Whereby now, uh, if I can just tell you, to remind you that uh, we started with this, uh, with four uh, uh, minibuses there. Now we do have almost 15 uh, shuttles there, which means our drivers are, are doing good to that operation. Jacob, the, the challenges uh, that you faced uh, from a labor perspective, from a GMA perspective? It has always been in relation to operations. Once there are operational related, I mean, challenges, we, we get involved as hard train. And you will recall that this partnership 
it's made up of four entities, which is Heart Rate Management Agency, Pombela Concession Company, Pombela Operating Company, and ATS. So we sit down and then we are able to see how do we resolve issues, especially the ones that affect the operations and our passengers. So that's how we actually get involved. As I've mentioned, we, we, we have had a lot of challenges, but I can tell you that throughout this journey, in the beginning, we had more challenges because this contract was new. We have taken that opportunity to partner with the minibus te- taxi industry, of which that's something that probably we, we, we thought it will be successful. And throughout the 10 years that we have had this partnership, it has gone well because of robust engagements and being honest and build trust and enforce or instill the responsibility that ATS has with regard to this operation so that we provide a good service to our passengers. So we have had those challenges, but I can tell you now we have few that comes after a while because now everybody now understands the nature of the operation and the standard of service that is required from them. Just continuing on that positive note, what in your view has worked particularly well with regards Labor Matters and the partnership with the taxi industry? What has worked well with regard to this partnership for the period that we have had for 10 years is that we have seen the interest of the minibus taxi industry of ATS in this case, where everybody got involved, even the leadership in those associations, they really got interested and be involved in what is happening with regard to this project. So the fact that they had interest on it, it's something that gave us more, you know, energy to be able to to, 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 to partner with them and to extend this uh, initiative to other stations with other partnership. And with regard to labor and relation uh, matters, it has worked well in a sense that we have seen the recruitment of young people, youth, as drivers and also as admin. That's something that for us, it was a good you know, move or initiative that we, we had to embark on to see young people getting involved in the project and also women. In the past five years, we have seen recruitment of women as even drivers, not generally as uh, admin officers. So we have seen that. And that's something that we are proud of to say that the principle that underpinned this partnership model of which it was that of transformation. When you see the partnership transforming throughout the years, that's something that when we look back, everybody, even the management, um, agreed that we need to have more of this partnership. And then we are transforming the taxi industry, and we believe that what we are doing it will have an impact in the entire minibus taxi industry in the country. Well, you see, uh, the, the things that you think worked really well from a, from a labor and staffing uh, aspect in this partnership? I think if I can just give you a scenario whereby I can say taxi industry have been neglected by the government for, for so long. When we joined Houtrain, uh, we didn't have any any problem when it comes to the payments. Because, you know, at Houtrain, we do have that thing, they call it the GFA, uh, of which uh, we have been giving that money uh, subsidy, 
We have been giving that money each and every month. We don't have any problem when it comes to, to the payment. Because in the middle of the, of the month before we can get paid, we do have the ticket sales of which that ticket sales money give us uh, an opportunity at, uh, to the operational cost during the month before we can get paid. So I think Houtren gave us an opportunity of which now we have to run our business in a professional way, whereby we don't have any, maybe the breakdowns or whatever. We can use that money uh, for the ticket sales. They, did, they didn't say it because now we are giving you that subsidy. You're going to take this money uh, as a ticket sales. No, 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 no. They said you can just utilize that money for the, for the operational cost. That is why our, our staff doesn't have any problem when it's come to payment. And again, uh, when you go through to, uh, at, at, uh, at Malboro Station, you'll see that, uh, as uh, Jacobs ha have said, we, when we recruit, we don't uh, look at maybe at, at one gender, the male. We do have the female drivers, of which now we want to balance uh, these genders. Uh, because now we think we do have those uh, uh, gender equality. So our aim is to, is to balance that and uh, to employ the youth, especially at Alexandra. The Alexandra people must get uh, the first priority, especially at Houtren, because it is situated where? It's situated at Malboro Station, at Alexandra. So we never have any problem, even if there is uh, that toy-toy, uh, whatever, we never had any problem. They said, no, how, why are we recruiting the people from outside? Each and every, uh, our employee, which is uh, at Malboro, has come from Alexandra. Most of them. Uh, yes, I can say that. It went well. According to the shift, uh, I think uh, those labor matters uh, we, we face maybe when one of our staff maybe didn't report at work. So I, I make sure that our operation doesn't be disturbed by maybe one employee which doesn't come with everybody. The shift of the day, because we do have almost 22 drivers, uh, we must make sure, because they are working two shifts, from afternoon, from morning shift and afternoon shift, we must make sure that each and every shift ha uh, is, uh, is complying with the number of what, with the number of the, the drivers that must be there during that shift. We must make sure. In closing, gentlemen, I, I want to look at some of the key lessons learned throughout this entire process. And, and, and Jacob, do you have any recommendations for any parties embarking on a similar partnership and the lessons you've learned from a labor and staffing uh, issue as it relates to this partnership? Yes, we, we have learned a lot. And I believe that there's so many recommendations that we can provide uh, to anybody who wants to develop this partnership with the minibus taxi industry. I think the time has come in the country where we need to bring the minibus taxi industry on board and provide different ways of making sure that we all provide the same standard of service or level of services. So I believe that the minibus taxi industry is ready. We just need to have commitment and find better ways or initiatives that we can bring them uh, in, involved in, in projects like this. So I see this as a pilot that at a country level, we can be able to sort of like emulate what we have done in the past 10 years in bringing the minibus taxi industry into the how train system with regard to this integration project.
Mkulisi, uh, the, the lessons that, that ATS has perhaps learned or, or yourself uh, from this partnership? Uh, according to myself, I learned uh, a lot from, uh, from these guys at uh, GMA. So as well as BOC or PCC, that uh, if, if you are running the business, you mustn't look at, uh, especially at the money that is going to come each and every month. You have to make sure that even your passengers are satisfied about your operation. So I think uh, this knowledge that we do have as ATS, we are applying also at Alexander Taxi Association. So I think uh, they gave us an opportunity whereby we have to upgrade ourselves as taxi industry so that we mustn't just like uh, any, we are working like the way we we like, especially at the taxi industry. We follow the rules of which we do start now uh, to to have those uh, uh, sessions whereby we are sending the drivers to customer care service center, of which we learn a lot from how train. We must have a customer care service center, uh, of which we have to apply that uh, customer service center uh, service. So, and again, I will say uh, the other taxi industry uh, from other other provinces or around the Joburg because there are so many tax industry uh, associations here. So um, I can just tell them that uh, they have to grab this opportunity when it comes. They, they mustn't just uh, regret it anyhow because uh, we do have that uh, mentality of saying maybe the government wants to take our jobs uh, away from us. But now we see that, no, 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 they are not in that tendency to take the job back to them. So we have been giving that chance. We are running that project. All the, all the project, they give you to run that, uh, that project. And it comes to you whether you fail or what. But you, as I am trained under how uh, train, I don't think that our association is going to have any problem regarding the operation. Jacob, you want to add to that? Yes, just to add, I think it's important to also understand that when we started to see that the taxi industry or ATS was recruiting women, it's not something that we sort of like put in the SLA to say that you need to recruit young people and women. For us, it was a surprise and we we saw that as an opportunity and we had to start emphasizing this in our management meeting with the executive of ATS and also in our monthly meetings that we'll have that deals with operational issues. So we have emphasized this and we have seen more and more young people and women getting involved. So what we would like to see moving forward is more involvement of women, not only maybe as drivers, but also as supervisors and also at the management level. That's something that we would like, I mean, to see in the future. And I be- I want to believe that this is going to happen with more routes that will be rolling out with other partners. We are beginning to emphasize the involvement of women and also, you know, young people in this partnership. Gentlemen, we're going to leave it there. Thank you for your time and insight. You've been listening to the Gautrain Management Agency's Jacob Rambuda and Umkulisi Klimba from Alexandra Transport Solutions, exploring the issue of labor and staffing as it relates to the GMA's 10-year partnership with the taxi industry. 
To listen to this and other interviews about the Gau Train, please tune into our podcasts at Gau Train Talk Station. You can also access further material on our website, www.gautrain.co.za, or follow us on Twitter.